Greetings, everyone. It is a pleasure to meet you. I am Toraki, a fist of Nimwa from the town of Miyazu. And last time, on Taverns and Caverns, the purifiers had agreed to my plan to investigate three separate areas in Miyazu. The food storage, the water supply, and the gardens. Yome and Hota came across two of Rassler's acolytes at the water supply. It seems that they found the acolytes pouring some sort of liquid into the water barrels. Fortunately, the two were able to leave the area without much trouble. Meanwhile, Stella and Roroi came across acolytes at the food storage as well. These acolytes also seem to be putting things into the food, a green liquid as source. Doesn't sound promising. Roroi and Stella needed to deal with the two acolytes though after being caught, but they were able to handle their own, as I anticipated. They are purifiers after all. That left me to handle the garden alone. Only one guard stood in my way, and he wasn't prepared for a fist of Nimwa to bring down the wrath of an Omnikami. I soon met back up with the others at the cavern. I also decided to bring back the acolyte that I had knocked out in order to, you know, do some interrogation. After all, there are things he may know that we could use to our advantage. Let's just hope he cooperates for his sake. Episode 94, A Gloomy Underpass. All right, we are back for another exciting episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. It is me, your Dungeon Master, Haphazard DM. And last time on Taverns and Caverns, the party had moved with the NPC Toraki, and they had snuck into the town of Miyazu, eventually splitting up to search three different areas for evidence of what may be possibly going on in the town. Yome and Hota had split up and they had gone to the water supplies while Della and Roy had gone to the food pantry, a food storage area where they found individuals dumping or pouring, I should say, vials of green liquid into the food supplies. And the same thing was going on with the water supplies. Faraki had gone to the garden and he just returned to the cavern that the wall were in with one of the acolytes being drugged behind him who was currently unconscious. So we'll be picking up where we left off. And at this point, you all can see Toraki. He is pulling out items from that man's pouch that he defeated at the gardens. And as he's pulling things out of the pouch, you see he's laying them down on the cavern floor of where you're currently standing. And remember, the cavern that you're at is, for the most part, hidden off from the eyes of the acolytes and the townsfolk. Not many of the townsfolk come along the coastal parts of Miyazu, obviously because it is part of the Moritai's maelstrom, and sometimes Yaksha will crawl out of the waters in this area. So currently you are safe from prying eyes. But as he's laying these items out, you see he pulls out, there is a book. It looks like it's one of the, the books of Rastlerism as he lies it down along the ground. And then he also pulls out some plants and as he pulls these plants out, he places them down onto the ground next to that book. And as he's looking around the pouch, he also pulls out some gold coins, which you see he pockets himself. <laughs> and he looks over his shoulder as the man is still unconscious on the floor. As he's looking at the four of you. So, how do we want to do this? Do you want to wake him up or do you want me to do it? Oh no, you're already robbing the poor bastard. I think we can wake him up pretty nicely. Mm. Toraki stands after he was kneeling and taking these items out, and he folds his arms as he's looking at Hota. Then Hota. you wake him up. Be my guest. Oh, as you wish. Hota puts his hands in his pockets and kind of struts over and walks on the man like he's a rug till he can get to his face. Uh. <laughs> oh, and now tell him to get up. He kind of shoves his shoves his head, the top of his head, with the tip of his boot. Ooh. Oh, now get up now. So as you shove it, the man, his 
his head, you know, moves to the side with your foot being there. And he kind of mumbles a bit. He doesn't necessarily slap him right away. (laughs) As soon as you slap him in the man's eyes, they open up widely as he's holding onto his face. What happened? Oh, good morning. Did you sleep well? Who are you? I'm your guard at the moment. I got someone I want to speak to you. I right, come on over here. He's talking to Soraki. Soraki's looking at him as he walks over towards the acolyte. The acolyte looks over at Taraki and gets a an expression of fear in his face as he remembers being fucked up by him. Uh, no! Keep him away! God save me! No! What do you want from me? <laughs> and as, as he's doing this, he's backing away. Are you holding on to him, Hota? Yeah, he's kind of stepping on his arm and his shoulder. Okay, he's like, please don't hurt me. What can a lowly acolyte like me do for you? God, please watch over my soul. Taraki's just looking down at him at this point as he stops in, in his place. Listen here, you little fucking bastard. <laughs> you're going to answer our questions and you're going to do it. Without lying, because we will know. Isn't that right? As he looks at the four of you. (laughs) And if you do happen to lie to us, well, let's just say. As Taraki reaches down, he grabs the acolyte's hand, and he begins to bend one of his fingers on his right hand. With each lie, I'll break a finger. And after your fingers, I'll start breaking more. You wouldn't want that to happen, now would you? What good would you be to wrestler as a broken man, physically and mentally? Oh my god, please don't hurt me! I will tell you whatever I can. And as he's as he's struggling in Hota's grasp, Taraki just grabs him by the, the collar and begins to lift him up. Any of you want to ask him any questions before I do? Or do you want me to do the dirty work? Holt's looking at Roy. What are you looking at me for? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of been tripping lately. What do you mean? Got, got something you want to ask him? I mean, I don't know if I should ask him questions because, you know, I was told earlier we weren't supposed to bring anybody here, but here we are. <laughs> right. Don't be shy. Well, I'm just assuming you'll have your own questions because the reasons you're here are different than mine. We'll start with my questions. <laughs> what are you and your men doing here? What does Rastler want with Miyazu? And as he asks that, the acolyte looks... We're only here to spread the love and the word of God to protect the people of Ashai from from Moritai and its corruption. Don't oh, shit. shy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taragi just narrows his eyes and he's staring at the acolyte. As he said, bullshit. Really? Why are you here? And he picks up one of the plants and he holds it up. I found these plants in the garden. Along with these plants, there was a book with the instructions of how to make a particular concoction. Doesn't say what you're making, but it told you how to mix this plant with particular ingredients. What were you making with this plant? I've never seen it here around the land of Miyazu. And as he asks that, the acolyte begins to sweat, and you can see he's hesitant on answering. I, I can't say. The Lord would have my head. The wrestler would kill me. I think I think we can do something way worse than what wrestler do to you. Your head, is it? How about you start with the questions? Try to answer as if your life depends on it. I have sworn an oath to my lord 
my god and savior that I would never betray wrestlerism. Haraki I... looks at Pota. What do you think? That answer worth a finger to you? I don't think so. Taraki snaps his middle finger, and as he does so, the acolytes scream in pain. Easy, easy, now easy. Calm down. You just can no longer do some bird watching. How about you answer the question, though? You have four more fingers on this hand, and five more on the other. We have some time. As Taraki just smiles at him. The plants, they're being used to create a a drug. It's it's a drug that we use. It's a mind-altering drug. It's called Verdant Whispers. Have you heard of it? Taraki looks at the rest of you. He has not any clue what the fuck Verdant Whispers is. I want Stella, though, to make me a history check. And the only reason I'm asking Stella this is because Stella's from Tearster. You got a 16, Stella. You absolutely have heard of Verdant Whispers. Verdant Whisper is a drug that, again, is created with the plant known as the Soli Soli plant as I've mentioned, is common in the lands of Tyrister. And from what you know, Verdant Whispers is, for the most part, an illegal drug because it is a mind-altering drug that, again, if you feed someone or put it into their drinks, if you do it gradually, day by day, it can have some serious repercussions on a person's mind. It alters the way they think, and it makes it to where it is much more easily to suggest something to someone. Think of it as of like a, a charm spell, except much more dangerous. Because if you are to apply this drug to somebody for a period of time, it can potentially become permanent. Oh boy. And really fuck up someone's mind. So... You being from Tearister, you know of the drug known as Verdant Whispers. You just didn't know that it was mixed with the plant Soli Soli, the Soli Soli plant. It's one of the ingredients to make this drug. But you know all about it, Stella, in your travels. The other three, I'm going to say you guys don't know anything about it because it is not a drug that's used in Ashai. As again, the, the plant is very rare in Ashai. So people in Ashai don't know of this drug where I've heard of it. Unless you have traveled to Tearster or have friends from Tearster that may have mentioned it. But, Stella, you do know what that drug is. Verdant Whispers. And as... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. See, that's what those whack rappers use to make people think that the music is good. I've heard of it. Mm. Yes. Yes, we were... I, I was tasked to mix this plant with other ingredients at the garden to keep it hidden from the townsfolk. But I was only doing what the god has bestowed upon me. God or a corrupt man? God! Oh, shut up. Rest the pain is by no means corrupt. Tell Break another me. finger. You got it. He Damn. breaks the pinky of the same hand and the acolyte. Oh. I answered your question. Why are you breaking more fingers? <laughs> because we didn't like the answer. Yeah, we didn't like the answer. By the Omnikami. So, what's your reasoning behind doing this to the people of Miyazu? Why have you affected them with this drug? Uh, because in order for our god to return to the world in order to cleanse it of its sin, there must be more belief in him to strengthen his return. His divine retribution will cleanse this planet and this world from all the sin 
that the demons have he's he's too much in pain from two broken fingers to really speak. This man is from Tirister. What god is he talking about? As he's looking at Stella, since you seem to be the one that's most likely from Tirister in his viewpoint. Uh-oh. And before we continue, we interrupt this campaign with breaking information just for you adventurers. I love smoothies, but I don't love smoothie bar prices. With my Blendjet 2 portable blender, I can make smoothie bar quality beverages for a fraction of the price. Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you are good to go. And with over 30 colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. Just like Rogar, I rock the champagne metallic because I'm a certified badass. Well, maybe not as much as Rogar, but y'all get the point. What are you waiting for? Go to Blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use promo code TAVERNSCAVERNS12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code TAVERNSCAVERNS12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. And with that being said, let us now continue with our adventure. Wait. What God is he talking about? Yeah, Correct. You, you know what he's talking about. He keeps talking about this god. Doesn't he know the Omnikami are the gods of Ashai? Don't you know gods are trapped within the continent that they watch over? Yo, gods of Tirister. Cannot step foot in a shy, just as the Omnikami cannot step foot in Tirister. Why are you here? And what is this god he's talking about? Do you know of this god, Stella? Mm, I mean, one's got to jam, man. The reason we're here, though, Pierce fucking fire. Wasn't it Stella that that heard Azatl? No, no, Who was it was it? It was Roroy. Roroy. Oh, yes. Next question. Where Wait, is? How did how did this flip onto us? But we were interrogating him. We are, but I wish to know more about this god. No god here is welcome other than the Omnikami. The great animal spirits rule this land alongside of the earthly sky dragons. I will Praise accept that, no... <laughs> <laughs> I just see Yoma in the back with her hands up. Praise it, brother! <laughs> I've been waiting for someone to say that shit since I got here. Damn. All these, all these hellions, man, I'll tell you what. Hellions. Tell me. Where is my sister, and what have you done to her? I don't know who your sister is. <laughs> she is one of the only ones that look like me. You can't have missed her. Answer truthfully, please, unless you want to look like Bob Oblong by the end of this. Bob Oblong? <laughs> Damn, throwback right there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He looks at Taraki and Hota. Your sister. She, she is in the shrine. She works alongside of the other townsfolk, making sure that Rassler is protected and that the Lord's Savior comes soon. Lord Savior? Hmm. <laughs> Who's the Lord Savior? Azatul? Is that me? Is that what you're talking about? The man's eyes shoot wide open as he looks over at Roroy. 
blasphemy. How do you know the name of God? You shouldn't be saying his name so so freely. Uh, Roy walks up and kicks him right in the gut. <laughs> He's on a tear today. How do you know the name? Don't worry about it. Oh, not what it. But if you must know, yeah. How do you know the name? <laughs> you know when I when I was asking around town, you know, just oh yeah, be, you know, getting information with sugar, not vinegar. <laughs> he looks at Taraki. Looks at Roy. What? <laughs> <laughs> Something my dad used to say. You can get a lot more answers with sugar instead of vinegar. More answers with sugar than vinegar. I, I don't know. I don't so know what, what are you saying. Are you saying that what I'm doing is vinegar? And he breaks a third finger on the acolyte's hand. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's pretty bitter what you're doing. I don't happen to think so. Well, I'm done with my questions. I know my sister is in the shrine. That's where I'm going, as we've agreed upon. It seems we'll find more clues to what's happening if we are able to inspect the shrine. He tosses the guy to the side. I'm done interrogating him, unless you have I, other questions. I, I do have a question. The, the Yaksha, how are you... Getting rid of them so easily. God's power, divine energy. It allows us to vanquish and foul Yorkshire. He Roy kicks him in the in the uh, stomach again. Why do you keep hurting me? I'm answering. I'm you. tired of you talking about this god shit. Stop disrespecting the Omnikami. Oh, I'm telling you the truth. It's how we clerics work. He's brainwashed. So, like, the drugs you've been making, do you drink them? Do you eat them? Heard it to whispers? No. They're just for the townsfolk. So you genuinely believe this shit? Of course I've seen God, in my own dreams, in my own visions, Rasla has shown me the true path and retribution shall cleanse this world once our God is revived. He's been drinking the Kool-Aid or something for two Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. He <laughs> got a contact. So what we do with him? Taraki shrugs. Here, I don't know. Well, we can't have him escaping and going and warning his friends now, do we? No. Uh, is Ashina really around? Ashina who? Oh, is it? Oh, that's my woman. You have a woman. Oh, of course. You already knew that. Take it's one look at me. It's not true. Your, the priestess here says it's not true. Are you lying to me, Hota? Oh, well, it depends on what you just, you know, discern as lies. Well, whatever. <laughs> I say we can't have him sticking his nose around after we leave. He might escape the cavern, even if we tie him up. I vote that we kill him. Oh, right, fine, drown him. Do Why we have anyone that opposes this? I oppose it! Lord, save it! Don't kill me, please, I won't. He meant anyone that matters. Uh, it, and I don't. And she turns her back. Do what must be done. But hurry oh. on with it. And oh, she the pull, touches the guy's cheek. Pulls <laughs> rations out of her pocket. Starts snacking with her back turned. Don't, keep me, don't keep me waiting. Hotel or Hotel. Uh, Toraki looks at Roroy and Yome. Now I understand we have a priestess among here. I am, I am a monk that follows Nimwa. 
And as you know, Nimwa is fierce and slays any foes that come across him. I am a claw and hand of Nimwa. I am not afraid to kill these blasphemous fools that would dis <laughs> disregard our gods as as mere playthings. I think we should kill him. But I will respect the decisions and opinions of you. As he's looking at Yome, because she's obviously a priestess. <laughs> I think we're all looking at Yome now. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Stella's back. Yes, turn. She turned Damn. around. She's eating pocket bacon or something. <laughs> Damn, she's going for the pocket bacon. <laughs> oh, it seems like it's a dark day when a priestess that follows the old. I didn't say one. I was doing it. Oh, then speak up. Damn, calm down. Let me talk. <laughs> I'll be talking. God dang. She's having a rough day, okay? I don't think we should kill him. We don't know how long he's been drinking or eating the plant. I think we just tie him up for now. We go handle what we have to handle. We let him go later. Hmm. A bit of mercy here. What about you, Roroy? What do you think? God. Uh, I'm just thinking, Where? where's the exit? I I just want to get out of here. <laughs> the he exit. Want any part of it. Very well. I shall respect the wishes of the priestess. He Plus, grabs... what if we need to use him for ransom later? Mm -mm. Do you think he's really worth all that much? To me, he looks like just another pawn in the grand scheme Oh, but of we things. might be able to trade him if something happens to your sister. Maybe they would trade us your sister. Mm, that's a possibility. I, I still leave him here for now. Very well, but I don't want him running off, so this is what we're going to do. Who has some rope? There you go. He begins to tie the acolyte up, and he drags him near the water where you guys had to swim through to get into this little cove. Mm -hmm. And you see he kicks him into the water, and he grabs him oh. by the hair, and he begins to like hold him underneath the water for a few minutes before pulling him up. And the guy's waterboard. <laughs> and then he pulls him out of the water. That was for disrespecting the Omnikami. Now, we can't have you escaping now, can we? The last thing we need is you telling your friends about our little secret invasion. He pulls the acolyte forward, trips him to where he's on the ground. And you see Taraki, he takes his foot and he begins to stomp on the man's legs, breaking both legs. Okay. Well, I didn't say... <laughs> Taraki looks over his shoulder at Yome. I'm not killing him, trust me. I'm, <laughs> I'm just making sure if he tries to escape, it's gonna take him quite a bit of time. And as he's looking down at the man that has broken legs at this point, Taraki drags him over to one of the larger boulders that's on the ground, and he ties him to the boulder. Sit tight, friend. We might be back. We may not. And he begins to walk towards the exit of the cave. Uh, Taraki, can I ask you a question? What is it? Your parents wasn't killed in some alley somewhere when you're a child, was it? <laughs> of course not. My parents died a happy, or I should say, they lived a happy life, and they died of old age. Yeah. Well, damn, I got a question too. Are we still friends? Friends is a... Is it? I don't know if I want to use the term friends. Possibly for now, we are just allies. How oh. about that? Oh, good. We're friends. Oh, good. Woo! All right, let's go. You'll continue to be a quote-unquote friend unless you get into my way of saving my sister and the townsfolk of Miyazu, which I don't think you're here to do. Now, are you? 
Well, I'll do Find that. Find some interesting friends. I tell you what. <laughs> be fine. As if we weren't murder hobos already. Y'all be finding some murderous motherfuckers to put with us. This is true. <laughs> Taraki looks at Yomi and shrugs. Ashina was just cut, killing people. This guy's just breaking legs. I'm not oh. killing anyone. I don't know if I'm supposed to be hanging out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your priestess. Look. He's not dead, nor is he going to die. A few broken bones isn't going to stop him. They'll heal. He has disrespected the Omnikami, and you know that is something we do not do here in Ashai, my priestess. As a monk and claw of Nimwa, it is my duty to uphold the respect and name of not only Nimwa, but the Omnikami as a whole. And this man has come from an outside land and disrespected our gods, attempting to revive one of his own in the land of Ashai. There is no, there is no other thing I can think of that is more disrespectful. The fact that he comes away out of this with broken legs is a mercy. I would have killed him. The best thing we can do is completely destroy his faith in a fake god. And that's what we're going to do once we get our claws around this wrestler pain. Period. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. I to kill him. He's fine too. Listen. My sister is at the shrine. You said you saw her, yes, at the shrine as well. I know of another way into the shrine that will keep us from prying eyes. Not very many people know of this passage, but many years ago, the town created a secret passage underneath the shrine. As you all know, it's amongst, it's along the cliff, the shrine. It leads to the coast, down where we currently are. We follow the coast a few minutes to the south. We'll be able to get to these cliffs. There should be an entrance into the cliffs that will lead us into the bottom level of the shrine. I've never taken this passage before, but I've heard of it. Anything could be in there. We don't know if they found out about the passageway or not, but it's better than us just going up and kicking down the front doors. What do you say? We sneak into the shrine. I might be able to find my sister. We may find more clues for you. So you can give it to your benefactor. Whatever her name was. Wait, did you say sneak? I <laughs> did. Um. Uh-oh. <laughs> there another way I could go? By all means, you can go through the front doors and knock on it. You know... Act as if you're delivering some rice with some meat. Do you want to do that, Roroy, while we sneak? That probably would be best. Yeah, you're good. You're going to be alone. That means you have to go through town. Through all the acolytes and clerics. Explain yourselves to them while knocking on the front door. I would like to think they're probably looking for your party at this point in time. But if you want to go by yourself, by all means, I'm not going to stop you. You might be a good distraction. After all. Damn. What's it gonna be, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't promise you that they won't attack you. The shrine is typically off limits to outsiders like yourselves. Also, you're going to do that alone, I would assume, and that would be very dangerous. But you seem to be a young lad, strapped ready for action with that armor of yours, looking to pick a fight, are we? Uh, I'm he doesn't just pick fights, very, but they find him. I'm just very loud, that's, a, that's what it is. Well, you'll be fine. It's better if you're loud inside the shrine before being loud outside of it. At least we can get into the shrine to 
possibly find a few things before they find out about us. Hopefully that's not the case. Mm. I just cast off my armor as we sneak in. Oh, there you have it. It's as simple as that. I gotta figure out a quieter model of this model for my armor. So, are we in agreement with this plan? We sneak through the cliffs into the shrine. It's our best bet. You might find some damning evidence inside the shrine of what they're doing. And I might be able to save my sister. Well, as long as I ain't no damn swimming, wish I'd be good with it. Well, the good news is we are at the bottom of the cliff. The shrine sits atop of the cliff, so we'd be going up. I doubt there will be much water. Hopefully. Fair enough. Well then, if you're all ready, let us go. And he begins to walk off outside of the cavern if you guys are following him. Yep. Gonna take one last look at that poor bastard on tied to a boulder. He's he's crying. <laughs> Lord, take me. Oh, my Lord Azat, watch over me. Protect me from these foul demons. Oh, I'll take our isn't that foul, maybe. And don't try to play basketball when we're gone. I'll show you foul. And she runs up and farts in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Oh, oh, the demons spray their poisons upon me, my lord. Not the demons spray their poison. You're very dramatic. Leroy touches his armor before he walks out, then casting it off. So as you all follow Turaki along the coast, you know, he, he does his best to, to keep in the distance, trying to not be spotted by anyone that might potentially be walking near the coastlines of Miyazu. But after a couple of minutes, you guys are able to reach the bottom of these cliffs. And you can see that the water from the maelstrom is splashing up against the bottom parts of the cliff. And you guys do find that you have to walk over some of these stones and, and rocks at the bottom of the cliff to get to this secret passage. And as Taraki is looking around, he looks at the four of you. As I've said... I've never seen this passage, nor have I been in it. Spread around and look for any point of entry. And he begins to walk off to try and find, whether it be a hidden doorway or whatever. And after about five minutes, I'll say you guys don't have to make any rolls. You know, you all eventually find this decrepit, withered wooden door that is covered in some vegetation and growth plant growth and as you do come across this withered door parts of it are hanging off the hinges it's seen better days there's holes in the wood it looks like the door is half open and things could have walked in things could have walked out animal wise whatnot you just don't know but you do find this somewhat of a hidden door along the cliffs and as the party gets near it, Taraki looks at the four of you. Remember, anything could be in there. Yaksha, animals, beasts, even some of these stupid clerics of wrestlerism. Be careful. Do any of you know how to light the passage for us? Oh, when you said light, I thought you meant the light up. What the hinge of my pipe? Shit. I don't I think mean, I have a spell. I mean, as a yaki, I do have dark vision. But I don't know about the three of you. As he's looking at Stella, Hota, and Roroy. It's more so for you guys, I would assume. Don't worry about your boy. I can see just fine. Dame. Yeah, I can see it in the dark too. And he pulls uh pulls down his goggles. Mm. So yep. then we don't need a light. Even better. Let's get going. And he takes his hand and he 
pulls the door open even more as he begins to step into this these cliffs in this passageway. And as he leads the way through the passage, you you all follow this tunnel. It's dank. You can smell, you know, the waters from the coast in here. You can hear dripping water from all over. It's it's basically just a, a cavern as you're walking down this tunnel. It's fairly tight. You have to walk one at a time. This passage leads up this slope. And as you walk up the slope for a good five to ten minutes, you come across this platform that leads into a, a, a clearing in the passageway to where you can actually spread out. And I am going to reveal the map. I'm going to move you guys to the new map and reveal it to you all so you can see. One hot second. And as you come across this platform that it's a higher level than where you were because you had to walk up the slope, you can see there are some old crates and boxes of what you might think are supplies that are just laying around this area in the cavern. But at this point, there is nothing else. You just notice these crates and boxes that they're not open, but they haven't been touched in ages. You can see that dust has gathered upon them. But it definitely looks like, obviously, people placed these boxes here. So you do know you're on the right path because, obviously, people have been here at some point in time. What do you guys do as I have revealed the map to you all? It's a nice map. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to roll perception. Roll me Ooh. that perception. These boxes don't look like those Yaksha boxes, do they? That have that little kid. No, no. These, nothing like that. Basically, I'm trying to spot, um, I guess, tracks or anything suspicious with the boxes or around the boxes. Okay, so you have a 14 year perception and Stella wrote a nine on perception. So Stella, you for the most part don't see anything other than the boxes. Now this platform, this part of the cavern that you're in, this tunnel area that has opened, I mean, you're still in a cave for the most part. So you're underground in these cliffs. So it's dark as fuck. There's no light source at all um, other than the dark vision that you have. So most of what you're seeing is black and white with your dark vision. Now, Hota, on the other hand, with your 14, you're looking around. You don't see any footprints by any means, but you do look at the boxes. They don't look like they've been opened at all. However, one or two of the boxes as you're looking at them, you know, you do realize they all have dust on them. But one or two of the boxes have a few areas on them where dust would have been, where mm -hmm. it seems like something may have brushed across it or maybe the box was touched by something because there are portions of that box that the dust, which would you assume would be on it is not there any longer. That's exactly what I was looking for. It's that time again, adventurers. We have more breaking information just for you. So how many of you are either planning to, or are currently working on your health and wellness? Do any of you find it difficult or even boring to do so? If so, then I've got just the pick-me-up to fuel your body and mind so that you can continue in on your adventures. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. So you're probably wondering, what do I love most about Liquid IV? Well, for one, it comes in convenient packaging that allows me to take it on the go. Not only can I bust it out at any moment, it makes me feel buffed and ready to take on any challenges that come my way. Think of it as a potion that helps increase your endurance. Who doesn't like being buffed? Just ask Rogar. Oh yes, I love being buffed. If you're someone who requires good taste, don't you worry. Liquid IV comes in plenty of different flavors that is guaranteed to quench your thirst. Tropical Punch, Watermelon, and Acai Berry are just a few of the flavors that you'll have access to. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. So what are you waiting for? 
Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TAVERNSCAVERNS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TAVERNSCAVERNS at liquidiv.com. And now we continue our adventure. Same, uh, those boxes over there. Someone's been through here mm, probably recently. Look at them dust marks. Good eyes. That means we walk through here carefully. It is rather dark. Anything can jump out at us at any given moment. But from what I've seen, the clerics, the acolytes, and what not have all been humanoids for the most part. I can't imagine any of them trying to jump out from the darkness. It's just not what they do. But you never know. Very well. I guess I'll start going first. Unless any of you would like to. Roy, you can throw that armor back on if you'd like. <laughs> uh, I'd rather wait. Just in case. Very well. Then I guess I'm going first. Unless there's any objections. Well, I'll be right beside the dark knight over here. The dark what? The dark knight. What is. is the dark knight? Uh, that be you. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Okay. Why yes. is that? <laughs> oh, you got this whole persona going on. Maybe you want to wear a suit with a rat. Rat's ears on it. I don't know what you're talking about. But Never right. mind. But right now, I am vengeance. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll be walking beside you. So Taraki walks forward slightly towards the box that Hota had spotted. Let's see what this is about. Rory's going to come up behind him. Okay, so well. yeah, place your characters where you'd like as you're walking up onto this platform, this area, this opening. And as you do, so you're all walking closer. Taraki looks down at the box. This is the one. He places yeah, a crowbar. His... He... You have a crowbar. Interesting. These tools. Well, let me see. Taraki yeah. places his, his hand down onto the box. He takes the crowbar. From the looks of it, it hasn't been opened. He tries to, to open the box with just his hand for a moment, and he can't seem to do so. Seems like it's still shut tight. Let me see that crowbar. There you go. He shimmies the crowbar into one of the lip of the top of the box, and he begins to force the lid open. And as he does so, it creates, you know, some sound, not loud enough that it would really make you guys worry, but he 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 forces it open. And as he does so, the dust goes flying around, and he looks into it. And as you look into the box, you guys find that there looks like there's some materials in there, mostly clothing, looks like. Simple, old clothing, nothing, no armor or anything like that, just folded up uh, clothing of cloth and whatnot, robes and some pants and whatnot. Some simple supplies of what it looks like. Hmm. Whoever built this passage, possibly you built it as a emergency hideout possibly emergency escape in case something happened it's just a box of clothes what about that box next to you hota all right let's check it out like to roll anything to uh, open it make me a strength or a, uh, athletics athletics all right athletics oh you with an eight, you go to open it, and you're having a hard time trying to shimmy the the crowbar in between the lid and the and the box. You all right there, Hota? Looks like you're having a hard time. Oh, oh! Give me a second. Damn it! <laughs> you want me to do it? Ah, oh, fine. Ah, oh. uh, that's a boy, Roy. Show Hota how it's done. Athletics. Yes. <laughs> Damn, that's with my whispers oh, of the dead on it too. Oh, I rolled a one. 
Roy, so- you go up there with your four, and you, <laughs> you, you're just like, ah. Can't <laughs> open it. You have a you struggle trying to open that thing is shut tight. I would say you still hurt from that fight earlier. Well, isn't this disappointing? Would any of you ladies care to try? Stella spits on her hand. <laughs> Move. <laughs> Move. Give me that. Oh, damn, 15. Stella, she takes the crowbar and she easily opens the box. The, the lid goes flying into the shadows around I'll you. see her biceps, her triceps, her delts, every muscle is popping out of that leather armor. The she's got her foot on top of the box. Taraki, he 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 nods his head and he gives you the the what's it called the uh, is it the Chad look the yeah where he moves it he like puckers his lips he's just like that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about train those arms don't you Stella you could tell I could. Well done. <laughs> I'm a maniac. maniac. She starts running in place real fast, like she's in jazzercise and shit. <laughs> oh my god, jazzercise! <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we have in that box? And as Hota, Roy, Stella, you're all three next to it, you look into that box. It looks like it's another box filled with old supplies. Instead of clothing, though. It looks like there are old rations in there. There are pouches of food. There's a bag of rice. But for all you know, this is incredibly old. He did say this passageway was made many, many years ago. So whatever rations are in that box are most likely no longer any good. Hmm. Mm. Food. Rations. Eh, nothing of use. Can't trust no food from here. That's damn sure. All right. Well, there's nothing of use here. Let's continue down this path, shall we? Aye. All right. So I'm going to make a roll. All right. What's everyone's passive perception? Eleven. 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 Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Oh, seventeen. Your passive is 17? God damn. Holy Christ. Yeah, passive perception. Yeah. God damn. All right. So with that, Roy and Hota, you guys have no fucking clue. You're following Taraki and Stella and Yome, though. Stella, you and Yome hear something shifting in the shadows to the north of you. And this is where we're going to end this episode of Taverns and Caverns. Thanks again for listening to another exciting episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. If you enjoyed our shenanigans, we ask that you please leave us ratings and reviews on Apple iTunes or any other podcast platform that you use. Also, please be sure to check out the Taverns and Caverns Patreon for exclusive content that you won't want to miss. You can find me on Twitter at HaphazardDM. Yo, I'm Bri. I play Stella. And you can follow me on Twitter at blaze underscore Nancy Bride King or NBK. I am Robert Jones and I played Hota Lu Bay. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Truebone, T-R-U-B-O-N-E. I'm Felicia and I play Yome. You can find me on Insta or Twitter at Dagger Tribal. I'm Rod or Rodimus playing Roroy Rice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rodimus7901 or at Instagram at Rodimus83. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Those are all of our players and our cast members for Taverns of Cavern Season 2. Until next time, take care. <laughs>